Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, the voice of the construction industry throughout Pennsylvania. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien. Hello, and welcome to the Building PA Podcast. I am co-host John O'Brien from the Keystone Contractors Association, coming to you live from good old Dillsburg, Pennsylvania, right here in central PA. Joined, as always, by fellow co-host Chris Martin. Chris, hello, hello. Hello, John. Welcome to the next episode of the Building PA Podcast, right? Yes. Pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Um, this is Chris Martin, and I am president of Atlas Marketing, and we tell stories for people who build things. And I'm coming to you from the Stalwart Insurance Group uh, studio in our secondary office in Rock Lidditz, Pennsylvania. We've just opened the new office, so it's pretty cool. And it's kind of nice to announce that, that we have a new office. And if you're ever in the Lidditz or Lancaster area, check out Rock Lidditz because it's actually a really, really cool place. Um, and we can talk about that at another time because we're here to talk about something that is much more important to the industry than Rock Lidditz. I hate to say it. Sorry to those that are listening. I, I agree. Although, even though this this episode is is more important than, than Lidditz, we did get our boxer puppy last year in the Lidditz area. So. <laughs> nice. Nice. We got that going for the area. So they're, they're good, <laughs> they have good boxers there. Good boxer dogs. Yeah, they have good boxers, that's for sure. Yes. And great pretzels and a really, really fantastic food scene here in Lidditz, though. Right, but, yeah. uh, well, I think we hyped up the uh, future Lidditz episode enough here. Let's get to the real deal here and talk about the real episode here. Yes. Why are we here, right? Why are we here? We're talking about one of our favorite organizations here, the ACE Mentor Program of America. We've talked about some of the chapters in Pennsylvania. We've even had a few mentors on. But but the Building PA podcast is coming to you now with the national voice of the ACE Mentor Program. And we're excited to have uh, Diane Eidenschink Iden, Iden on. Did I, did I do it right? Did I say you it right? Did. You oh, did. Hi. Yay. <laughs> you did. It's a well done. Than, a little <laughs> different than O'Brien and Martin, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is a little I've different. I've known Diana for 10 plus years. And yeah, I, many I, years. I'm still unsure about the last name. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, welcome to You're the show. You're used to it, right? Yeah, very used to it. So, yeah. well, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm coming, I, I'm coming from uh, just outside Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. Good. Where I'm sitting right now. Awesome. That sounds good. Well, before we get rocking and rolling, talking all things ACE, you know, you want to let our reader or not our readers. What am I talking about? Let our audience know who is who is Diana. Sure. Um, so as I said, I, I live in, and work just outside of Philadelphia in Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Been here many, many years now. Um, and I have been with ACE for going on 15 years. Um, I started, actually, I fixed that. I actually started 20 years ago as a volunteer. I helped start the Philadelphia affiliate um, 20 years ago because they just celebrated 20 years. Um, and about five years into being a volunteer, actually started to work for ACE Philadelphia. Um, and at the time, the national program CEO said, hey, if you ever want to leave corporate America and come work for us, uh, please give me a call. And I made the decision that I really just loved this organization and thought 
this is my future career and came over as the regional vice president for the Northeast. And about four years ago was asked to take on the presidency. And I will say I have not looked back. I have loved every minute of it. I am one of those people that can tell you I get up in the morning and actually look forward to going to work. Awesome. So That's good. Well, first off, I think we owe a, a congratulations to the Philly affiliate for the 20 year anniversary. So congratulations yes. there. And I'm, I feel the same way about my day job. So it's kind of nice to talk to. And I know John does, too, because he mm-hmm. we, we talk all the time. and it's, it's just a fun industry to be in. So, Diana, could, could you talk a little bit about your role as the, the president of, of Ace Mentor sure. and, and what, what does that entail? So the the organization, um, the the national organization, Ace Mentor Program of America, is the umbrella, and we we hold the five hundred one c three. We hold the insurance. I, I I often say that the affiliates get the fun part. The affiliates are the ones that are recruiting the students, recruiting the mentors, and actually doing the program. At National, we have we have eight employees and we kind of do all the serious part of it. You know, we make sure that the the mentors are background checked. We make sure we have a really good parent consent form. We make sure that the affiliates know exactly what they they should do to keep the program safe. You know, our our biggest mission for the national organization is to make sure that we keep our students and our mentors in a safe, effective uh, program throughout the country. We have 77 affiliates and we actually have 78 because we have 77 in the U.S. and we just started one in Toronto. Canada. And very, very excited about that. A number of, of organizations that had offices in Toronto and felt that uh, it would be a wonderful city for us to, to do the program. So we have a great group up there. So it's 77 across the country and then Toronto now. Um, and, and when we say affiliate, it's a chapter, but in its mo- like you said, Phil- uh, Pennsylvania has four. We've got the Philadelphia, the Pittsburgh, Central, which is Harrisburg, Lancaster, York, and then we have Lehigh Valley. So in some states like New Jersey, it's really one affiliate. Most states, it's it's regional. Um, you know, Connecticut is another one that it's one. Uh, we have uh, five in, in California, four in Texas. So it's mostly metropolitan areas. Um, though we do have rural as well, you know, central Pennsylvania, and uh, we've got some in Iowa and, and, and different parts of the country. So we are we are the umbrella. So we are the ones that make sure that the program um, is working effectively and safely. And we do a lot of scholarships. We do internship programs for the summer to help our students get uh opportunity. Um, And what's really great is we make sure that the the students know. So a student sitting in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania is doing the same program that someone in San Francisco is doing. And what we have found is as, as our students go to college and they go to college all over the country, they meet other ACE students coming from other affiliates throughout the country. Uh, but as an organization, we've given 20, almost $27 million of scholarship money. Awesome. Hey, I have a daughter who's a senior this year, and uh, I, very open to scholarships. And just just planting a seed. <laughs> yeah. just have to say. Just have to say. Yeah. Um, can, I'm sorry. Can can you can you talk a little bit about like 
if I'm a high school senior or a junior, sophomore, what you know, wherever, how how do I get involved in the product, uh, the the program, and what 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 can I do? So we have we'll accept freshmen, sophomore, junior, senior. Uh, lots of our students come in as freshmen and sophomores, and they come back for multiple years. Um, sometimes they don't know about us till senior year, and they'll join us as a senior. So we are open to any high school student that wants to participate. Um, it's just a matter of when we do the in-person, can they get to the meeting? So if you're in State College, you know, it's kind of far for you to come to Harrisburg. Um, but so it's really anywhere we geographically have a, a program. We have students that like in the Philadelphia market, we have students that come from all different school districts around the, the Philadelphia area both suburban and, and local. So it's really, we recruit through schools. So we have relationships with specific schools where we go in and recruit, but we get a lot of kids that they were Googling architecture, they were Googling engineering and ACE Mentor came up. So we are a free program to any high school student that wants to get involved. Now, what's happened is with the pandemic, we opened up a whole new world. We now have a virtual component to our program. And in fact, in Pennsylvania, there are two cyber schools that the one cyber school has about 4,000 um, high school students, and they have offered ACE to all of their high school students, regardless of geographics, because we can do it virtually. So we have learned that the geographic part of the program, while the in-person is still the keystone, still the cornerstone of the, the, the program, we realize we can now do it to even more students by having virtual. Speaking of, of virtual, <laughs> um, did you see an, an, an uptick in the, uh, did you see an uptick in the number of, of students during 2020 and 2021? Because in Central PA, we moved to virtual and I was real excited. I thought, oh, we can reach out to other schools. You know, we're not confined by local, you know, driving distance only. And and we still kind of came out with the same number. So I didn't know if other chapters saw an increase at all or. How that you know, it, it had a lot to do with who you were able to get the, the attention of. So the problem was realize in 2020, a lot of the schools were trying to figure out the school day and they were trying to figure out what does the virtual school day look like and, and putting anything else on their plate was just not something they had the bandwidth to, to, to take care of. So in some cases it hurt us. In other cases, you're right. Um, like with these cyber schools, we saw a larger number of students that came on because of the virtual. We as a program were lower. We were um, slightly down from the year before to 2020. Uh, we did have 17 affiliates just decide that in, in sort of the chaos of the schools to not do a program. Um, we have all 17 have indicated they're coming back this year and have already started. Good. But we did realize, I mean, think about our, our our poor mentors. Our poor mentors were trying to figure out their own kids schooling, if they had high school kids, figuring out who's watching the kids while they're homeschooling, what's going on with my job. So there were mentors that just said, I have so much on my plate. This is just not something I can I can take on. Um, and we totally appreciated the honesty and said, OK. And again, the majority of them have come back saying now that we've sort of figured this all out. Um, 
So the, uh, the, and the other thing is, is we're hearing very candidly from the kids that they're a little burnt out on the virtual. Um, yeah. So what a lot of the, the, the programs are doing is they're kind of doing hybrid where maybe they do a virtual meeting. And then um, I know one group is there. There's like five kids that are all in one school. They're going to do a little meeting and one of the, the mentors are going to drive up and meet with the kids in person and sort of take this walking tour for, for art, looking at the architecture. I must tell you, I am so impressed with the creativity of our, our leaders and our mentors. Um, you know, I was on a call today with a group who were like, we are not giving up. We are going to figure out how to do the best for these kids. We change lives. We make, we, you know, we really help these kids. We can't go away. We're going to figure it out. And I am just, so thankful for that passion and the dedication of our, our mentors. And I should say our mentors are professionals from the industry. They work for architecture firms, engineering firms, vendors, trades, uh, uh, general contractors, name it. Um, we've got people who are accountants and lawyers for the construction industry. We've got anyone who is involved in any aspect of the construction industry are, are our mentors. Um, and it's been wonderful because a lot of the firms have really committed to us to say, you know, I had one leader of a, of a large GC say, you know, what it takes to be a mentor is very much the skills it takes to be a good leader and good manager. And we think our, our younger associates are getting a great training on how to be a future leader. So they really push their people to be mentors with the program. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Diana, oh, go ahead, John. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to echo about the mentors. The mentors really are the lifeblood and the most important part of the program. And they are. I mean, the students, obviously, but the mentors are so crucial. And when I was in Pittsburgh, I was there from day one when they started the Pittsburgh chapter. And my work actually started the mentor appreciation event. So after the year, they worked, you know, 10 months or eight months, whatever it is. And just one evening just to recognize them and thank them in front of their peers and hopefully get some potential mentors there to see that as well. And, right. and then when I moved to Harrisburg, we started that in Central PA. So Good. I'm very impressed by the mentors. They're awesome. So they, they drive me to stay involved, you know, yeah. <laughs> with their passion. I, it, we survey the mentors every year and I will tell you, we ask them, did you feel you got anything out of it? And what did you get out of it? And every year it is overwhelmingly that the mentors got as much out of it as the kids. Good, good. So Diana, earlier you mentioned, you know, background checks and confirmation yes. forms and those type of things. I, I'm just curious, you know, is the background check for, for the student, the mentor, both? Like I, you, you talked about safety of, of, you know, the kids in the program and, and, and obviously, you know, even the mentors. But can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's mm -hmm. interesting for our, for our listeners to hear. Great. Uh, so anyone who wants to be a mentor with the program can sign up. Um, they have to sign up through our database and then they go through a mentor training and it's the safety of the program, the do's and don'ts of being a good mentor, um, you know, talking about physical contact and, you know, a handshake is probably as far as the physical contact should go. So they right. go through a training. They also have to go through a background check. So the background check is for the mentor and our, we do the Cadillac of background checks. We go back seven years. 
we check every past address, we check every alias. Um, so we do all have to do, and every three years it is renewed. On the student, and also they sign what is called the mentor, um, uh, there's a mentor agreement that basically says, I will not do the following and I will do the appropriate things. So that, that that's what the mentors go through. On the student side, they also sign up with the database and then their parent has to sign a parental consent form. And the kids and the parent also sign what is called the student participation agreement. And it's basically saying as a student, I will come, I will participate, I will treat you know, people with dignity, like there's a whole thing. So if we have an issue with a student, we do have the right to request them to no longer come to the, the program. Okay. Yeah, so the uh, yeah. national was awesome in that aspect. It keeps us organized and legal and you guys were very helpful when I was working with a bunch of professionals trying to launch the chapter in, uh, <laughs> in state college. Yeah. And then it just kind of ran off the rail, the one off the rails and uh, had some issues there. I know. Some, days, we're going to go back. We're going to go back. Right? One of these days we'll go back there. I agree. Yeah, we'll go together. <laughs> but also, the really cool thing that National does, I don't know if they still do it, but as far as the best practice sharing amongst the chapters, mm -hmm. is that, does that still happen? Or? Yeah, we built, in fact, we took it before it was pretty paper heavy, like five, 10 years ago. It is now all virtual. We have a whole tool site. Um, we've got mentor tools. We have affiliate tools. We have student tools. We have now a brand new one called virtual tools. And basically it's all the best practices from what everyone's doing across the country. Also under the student, we now have self um, self instructed uh, programs. So if a student wants to go a step further in architecture, there's we have it's called ACE at home and there's all these lessons that they can go ahead and do on their own. Um, we also now have resume building and interview skills. Um, public speaking. We've got so much for the kids now in, in the student tools. Um, and then the, the, for the, the mentors, you know, we also have for them, if let's say they're not super comfortable dealing with a teenager, uh, we've got some tools in there of, you know, uh, I always laugh because, you know, I think sometimes I know what's what's in and I say something and my kids look at me like, oh, really? So <laughs> we realize that I'm guilty of that, too. Yeah. So we realize yeah. some of our mentors are a little older, so we sort of have some some guidance. Uh, you know, I, we laugh because like I'll talk about social media and I'll say Facebook and my kids are like Facebook. Who's yeah. on Facebook? Old ladies. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we and of course, you know, we've always been diversity driven. Um, our students for we did a five year look back and for the last five years, our students have been 70 percent minority, about 36 to 40 percent women. Um, and so we want to make sure in the in this world that we live in that we are inclusive, that we have a and we we have just not just but in the last two years we've done a DEI committee with the national board to make sure that we are doing the right things for our diverse population of students. We also realized that our mentors were not as diverse, and we have really gone out and campaigned to try to recruit more diversity in our mentors because what we hear from the kids and the students is it's so wonderful for me to see me 
in a professional and to see that someone did this and it gives me the incentive that I can do it too. That's and that's awesome. a strong message. That's a strong message. But you know, the, the one thing that you, beyond the diversity of the DE&I elements, I like the fact that you are providing a structure for students to, to learn resume building, uh, you know, interview skills, uh, public speaking, like those, those are, those are soft skills that unfortunately aren't being taught. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, again, that also helps the, 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 the diversity side of it too, because you're helping not only, you know, not, you're helping everybody really. So I think that's a real strength of, of the program. So, you know, fantastic uh, opportunities for people to, to really give back and, and really showcase how the, how the industry has been helpful for them. Yeah. I, I think this is fantastic. The other module we have is we have contractual, um, contra we have a contractual module where it's really learning how to read a contract uh -huh. and then how to negotiate a contract. The uh -huh. one that we don't have done yet, we're working on it is a, a fiscal literacy one because we have students that are going to be doing internships and they don't have bank accounts and the employer wants to do direct deposit or they don't understand what is a W-9 or a W-2 or a W-4. So we're building a module for, for financial literacy for our students as well. Nice. Because we realize that, that one, they're probably not getting it in school and employers are assuming they already know all of this. So we want to make mm -hmm. sure that they, they're ready to be hired and understand benefits and know the questions to ask and, and be educated on that. That's awesome. That's cool. That is, it, I think that would be a huge communication to all the school districts that you have relationships with. And, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm probably overstepping my boundary here as a co-host, but putting on my marketing hat <laughs> and as a father of a 17 year old and a 15 year old, they're just not getting that stuff. And, and, and you know, I, I understand, you know, the school districts are, are taxed and all those other things, but at the same time, this could be a, an amazing way to open up the program to so many different more um, even if you're not interested in the construction industry, and I know we're talking about construction, but um, hats off to you and your organization for, for being that forward thinking uh, aspect. Yeah. And, and I awesome. have to say, we, we take it as a win if a student decides not to go into the construction industry. We have mm -hmm. students that come through the program and say, you know what? I really want to do graphic design or I really want to do something else. Um, we feel like we did our job because they're not going into architecture school or engineering school and within a year saying this is not what I want. Um, right. So and we know that regardless of whether they go into our industry or not, they're learning the soft skills that they're going to be able to take to any industry. So. That's good. That's fantastic. I kind of did that through the Navy. I joined the Navy and my dad was an accountant and I thought I wanted to enter accounting as well. So I did it for four years and I'm like, no way. Right, right. You know, and, and then the last piece I'll touch on is so our big our big thing is throughput. We do a wonderful high school program, but we don't just do it to do a wonderful high school program. We want them in our workforce. And we want so our mission is to to develop the next generation and, and it be a well prepared, diverse population. Um, and so we really are looking at scholarships when they're in college. 
We're looking at internships. We're really pushing our alumni to get internships with our partners. We're, we're working with some like uh, NOMA, uh, the National uh, the National Organization of Minority Architects have student chapters in colleges and we're telling the kids, you know, get involved in a student chapter. It's a great way to build your network, but we want to make sure they come into our industry and the internships are probably the biggest thing that we, we've been working on both high school and college internships with our different organizations throughout the country. And, and the KCA is doing its small part. We're on those emails when the ACE Central PA chapter is looking for companies right. to have an intern in. Right. So we're getting the word out there. Yeah, we actually funded a stipend program because we knew that in this this sort of crazy year of, of COVID, not only did people not have funding to do internships, but they didn't even sometimes have an office to bring the kids into. And the idea of a virtual internship was a little scary. So we actually funded um, about 67 students this summer that we paid them. And awesome. we just asked, we asked employers, would you help them? Would you let them come in? Would you let them do a job shadowing? Would, would you virtually meet with the kids? So, um, and next year we're hoping to even do more. Awesome. That is fantastic. Diana, yeah. thank you for, for all the things that you've done for, for the last 20 years um, yes. you know, with the industry. Well, th yeah. hey, it's, 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 as I said, I love my job and it's, it's a passion and I am just so thrilled that we're helping these kids. Good. And that passion has not has not lessened over the 10, 15 years I've known you. So it's awesome. So no, and you know, the virtual world when it first hit, I thought, oh, oh, <laughs> where do we go from here? We I have learned so much that I yeah. see us even going bigger and better. Yeah. That is That's great. Yeah. Just from just from what you said, you know, you've definitely um, strengthened your brand and strengthened the opportunities to to really give back. So mm -hmm. thank you. Thank so you. if anyone's listening and you're in the construction industry and you want to give back to your community, your industry, and the next generation, acementor.org. Yes. Diana, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to ask, <laughs> how, do we, how do we get involved? How do we do this? Um, and, and to that point, do you, do you allow like the, you know, the lowly marketing guys to be mentors? Absolutely. Rather than just project managers and architects and engineers. So that would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the it. kids, so the, 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 the big selling point for kids is they want to understand that construction is technical, that we use technology. They want it to be an exciting industry and they want it green. Everything is green. I, every project they do right now is a green roof. Um, so but in marketing and technology and all of that excites them. So mm -hmm. absolutely. Good. Very good. So all those marketing folks out there, all those proposal writers, everybody. Yep. Check out ACE Mentor Program. Diana, thank you again for joining us today. And this has been an episode of the Building PA podcast. For, for, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put words in John's mouth. But Diana, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Building PA Podcast. To stay up to date, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows. Thanks for listening.